podcast. Real life, real talk. I'm your host, CMT Strong, and I'm going to be talking to you about training methods and chronic disease. Before you start any kind of physical activity, exercise program, any training method, it's important that you have a discussion about it with a qualified professional. Get with your medical team and get some clearance to do these exercises. I think one of the biggest challenges in starting an exercise program is anxiety. I'm not going to use the word afraid or fear because there's a difference between fear and anxiety. Fear can be healthy as when a child fears their parents, not in the sense of being in terror or deathly afraid of the parents, but a healthy fear which causes them to obey or respect their parents' direction. My point is, is fear is natural, and when we experience fear, there's a door, there's an opening, there's a way out, there's a clear path or a solution to the problem we may face. Anxiety is different. It shakes us to the very core of who we are and gives us a sense of our existence being threatened. Anxiety produces an uncertainty as to future events. And I believe this applies to starting to exercise. If you live with a chronic disease or a chronic illness, we may be in a position where we don't know what is going to happen with it. We don't have any knowledge. We feel like we don't have any support. So therefore, it can produce some anxiety within us. My goal in this episode is to provide you with a sense of direction open that door, and give you a way out of some fear you may be experiencing, if that's what you're experiencing concerning exercise. I think one of the first steps that we need to take if we're unfamiliar with exercise is to take in the environment. If we join a gym, perhaps a wise course of action would be to take a tour of the gym. Take little photographs of machines and equipment and do some research when you get home. The idea of doing that is to become familiar with your surroundings. That will produce a little more certainty as you go into an exercise program. Now you're familiar with equipment. You know what machines work out, what muscle group, what equipment does what in connection with your body. So what's next? Well, we need to come up with a training method. Before we do that, if we have zero experience with exercise, we might just stick to the pool for a couple weeks, ride the bike for a couple weeks. Going about three or four times a week, maybe 10, 20 minutes at a time, just to condition our bodies. Now you might be ready for some type of resistance training. So how do we approach that? Remember our previous episode, we talked about a principle or law of individual differences or individuality, meaning that every person responds differently to exercise. Maybe you do one exercise per muscle group, one exercise for the chest, shoulders, and tricep, one exercise for the back and the biceps, and one exercise for the quads 
and one exercise for the hamstrings. If you don't know what those muscle groups are, please use a search engine. Figure out what those muscles are. The reason I'm recommending one exercise per muscle group, maybe two or three times a week, because if you're just starting out, you're going to need to have your body start getting used to resistance training. If you live with a chronic illness or chronic disease, the worst thing you can do is just go all out and destroy your body. That's not wise. Do that for a couple weeks, two or three times a week, as I said. So now you got two weeks and building up your body with cardiovascular training, up in your heart rate, conditioning your body. And then you got a couple weeks under your belt training every muscle group, getting familiar with your environment, getting familiar with equipment and machines. Now you're ready to progress to another training method. If you liked those exercises that you, you picked one exercise per muscle group and you're doing that two or three times a week, and your body is responding well to that, perhaps a great option for you would be circuit training. You can get your heart rate up, and at the same time, you're not going to be bored. Now, what is circuit training? Well, you go to a number of different exercise stations. You do high reps, I don't know, maybe 15, 20, 25, and then you move to the next equipment. And after you're done going around that circuit one time, you take a break and do it a couple more times, maybe a total of three or four times. Remember, listen to the episode before this one to review the rules and laws associated with exercise programs. What's another approach we can take? Say we've been doing resistance training a while and we want to up our game, so to speak. We could do a two days on, a one day off. First day, we can do chest, shoulders, and triceps. And we can pick two to three exercises per muscle group. And the second day, we can do back and biceps, selecting two to three resistance training exercises per muscle group. Then we'll take the third day off. And because you have a chronic illness or a chronic disease, it's acceptable to take an additional day off if you need to. It's important to listen to your body in that way. The next day you go into the gym or wherever you're working out, then you want to work out your legs and your ab muscles. Selecting two or three different exercises per muscle group, your quads, your hamstrings, and your abs. And also attempt to throw in some calves in there, if you're able. Most gyms also have machines to work your hips and your inner thighs. You can throw that in there too. So what do we do as far as sets and reps? Well, principle of individuality applies here too. There might be days where you can do one set, you can do two sets, you can do three or four sets. It's just going to be a matter of you really paying attention to how you feel. The important thing is you're moving and you're exercising. What about repetitions? If you want to make some gains, I would keep the sets and reps between 8 and 10. If you want to have more of a, a leaner look, 
I would go high reps up to 15, maybe 20 at times. A question I get asked from time to time is, how do we know the amount of weight that we pick for our exercise? With someone with a chronic illness or chronic disease, I wouldn't recommend the idea of going to failure. It's not safe. Instead, try the last two or three repetitions to be struggling a little bit, but not failing. If you're just starting out in an exercise program, the amount of rest that you take in between sets, maybe a minute or two. Again, it's important if you live with a chronic disease to listen to your body. If you need a longer break in between sets, I recommend that you take it. One of my favorite training methods is the superset training method. That is where you do two exercises back-to-back with opposing muscle groups. For example, opposing muscle groups would be a back exercise and a chest exercise. One is pushing and one is pulling. Doing a back exercise and then right away doing a chest exercise equals one set. So you do maybe two or three sets or how many ever sets your body can take. And then you take a break as much as your body needs since you live with a chronic disease. There's several different training techniques, training methods, training systems. If you need help setting one up, please get a hold of me at info at cmtstrong.com. Be sure to click the support link below in the show notes to support the show. Until next time, take care, guys.